everybody all at once. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Ryan, Annie. Bam, bam. <laughs> So good to see you guys. Yancy, hi, Yancy. Three, two, one. <laughs> Let's see. I'm going to turn that down. How you doing, Aaron? I'm up here with you. Oh, God. Damn. He was right behind me. Oh, snuck up on me. Damn, child. Holy heck, he's just scared the crap out of me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Let me turn this off. <laughs> can you guys hear? I'm hoping you guys can. Can you hear? Can you hear us? I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I'm hoping. Hear what? Oh, okay. Yes, they can hear us. <laughs> All right. So Aaron came up here because um, I received a gift uh, that I was told to open on the air. So he's going to um, videotape it. So just put it on video. Right now? Are you are you filming? No, I'm not. Do you want to just record right now? Yeah. Okay. All right. So hopefully you can hear. I'm opening it up. It says, "Open on air, please." <laughs> All right. Oh, I need some scissors. <laughs> oh my god. This is the best! Oh my holy hell! It is! <laughs> this is so cool! It is a trophy, and it's it says most unfuckwittable podcast. I love it, Bam Bam. You are the best! Oh my gosh, that is so freaking! You know that I have never. This is my first ever trophy. <laughs> Someone loves me. <laughs> and then, um, oh my gosh. And then he sent me Barry Pebbles because he calls me Pebbles. So I have a box of cereal, um, a car, some Tim Horton coffee. Um, what is this? I don't know what this is. Oh. Oh my, bacon and maple barbecue sauce. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> uh, smoking stampede fume beer chipotle sauce. Uh, and what's this box? Oh, a Hershey's s'mores kit. You're the bomb, dude. I swear, you're the best. That is just awesome. Thank you, Erin. Thank you. That is just so cool. Um, 
Oh, it's some more maple syrup. Um, you're the best, Bam Bam. I hope you guys. That is so cool. This um trophy, most unfuckable podcast. I love it. 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 Thank you, Aaron. Appreciate you. <laughs> that is the best. Um, man, that's the best. It's so that's just so cool. Thank you, Bam Bam and family. You guys are the bomb. I love you guys. Thank you. That was cool. Yes, come on up. Hello. Bam Bam. Here today. Can you hear me? <laughs> yes. I am super glad you liked it. And that's why it took so long to get the package out, because getting that thing custom made, was it, it took a while. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It is the best. It's the best, the best, the best, the best. I can't. I'm going to post a picture of it. It is the coolest thing ever. I've never had a trophy before. So this is the, be this is the coolest trophy ever. I love it. Thank you. You're the best. I You're welcome. <laughs> Much love from up here in Canada. Oh, I love you guys, too. You know that. Oh, man just i have the biggest smile on my face it's so nice to come back and you know yeah i miss you guys and and just to be able to know that that people do really care about you and love you and it just oh, means the world so thank you thank yeah you, thank you those two barbecue sauces are two of our favorites because they're very canadiana like the stampede one we yeah have this thing called the calgary stampede every year it's like all over the tvs and everything it's like uh -huh. a rodeo out in calgary it's one of the biggest things that happen in canada and stuff so and that little bottle of maple syrup is high yeah. octane maple syrup. That's the purest maple syrup you can get. A little dab will do you. A little dab will do you. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to share because very, I know the guys will just pour. Yeah, it's very high octane, that stuff. It came from my buddy's farm. So it's Oh, pure. neat. That's it's so cool. Not cut with anything. So that's the, that's the good, good shit there. Oh, awesome. I can't wait to try it. Hey, and by the way... Ryan sent me a picture of wild horses up by him. Really? Yes. I was laughing. I was like, oh my gosh. Because remember, I tell you that Heartland and the wild, supposedly there's wild horses all over Canada, but nobody's ever seen them. But he finally sent me, snapped a picture, and there was like four of them. <laughs> I was they probably laughing escaped so hard. from somebody's uh, property. Probably. Or <laughs> <laughs> we got mooses, we got bears and deers, but I don't ever see any wild horses. <laughs> <laughs> there's a whole show about it. It's got to be true, Bam Bam. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> eh? <laughs> everything on tv is legit right <laughs> right <laughs> all right i'll let well, you get back to your regular scheduled program thanks for having me up and i'm glad you liked all that stuff oh i love it thank you so much tell Lori i said thank you i absolutely have a great okay. day bye later, hey, dog. later as i say we can get um <laughs> we could go right into uh your stuff if you'd like um you yeah, should have kept him on here if he wants to call back in he can um but you said the dub with with the wwe stuff you didn't watch a whole lot of it by the way everybody no, because, welcome aaron yeah because like i was saying like the one monday where monday night raw was on yeah that one monday was the uh they have the home run derby in baseball. So I ended up watching the home run derby instead. I see. I see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I'll be able to watch Monday night raw this next week though. 
Okay, gotcha. Yeah. And then I'm gonna I I I'm not used to coming back and I forgot about the word of the day and quote of the day. So I'll do that after Aaron's, I guess. I'll do it, try to do it before the music. Um to get you guys started. So um you so you'll be back in with the WWE, all that good stuff next week. Well, yeah, start um, I mean I'll be watching some tonight. Gotcha. Yeah, yes. And then Monday this next week too. All right. So the all-star game's over too. I got to set some time aside to watch some more baseball because now it's going to get to the time where all the teams are going to be trying to make a push for the postseason. Yeah. And um, here I'm going to, while we're talking baseball, um, I was telling you that Yancey had sent me um, about the guy and I couldn't remember his name. So let me pull it up. Here he is. Nebraska baseball, Jace, Kamiska, Kamiska. Um, he was the 292nd pick of the 2023 ML, MLB draft for the Colorado Rockies um, pitcher. So, um, and he lives about 15 miles away from Coffeeville, from our little favorite podcast, WKOP. So um, that's pretty cool. I hope, um, come on, Jace. We need your help. <laughs> we need some help, right, Aaron? Yeah, we absolutely. We just have just, I don't know. Like standings. The Rockies are still in last place in the division. God, yeah. I, <laughs> you know, and I love to go see. Oh, see. Oh, God. Sorry. This thing, it, my, it just started. My Amazon music. It just started on my tablet. Um, going into like a car mode and it just all of a sudden will come on like that. And it scares the crap out of me when it doesn't. I'm like, what the heck is going on here? Um, so sorry about that. I don't know why it does that. So yeah, so hopefully um, Jace can bring us some help because man, do we need it? Our Rockies have just been not very well. And I don't know when, like we keep talking, is it going to be a new owner? Is it going to be a new coach? What is, what do they need to just get some fire under their pants and get them going? I just, I just think they should just get a new owner to start off with. Cause I feel like the owner just doesn't care. What? Oh, okay. Well, we'll, we'll talk about that, I guess another day, but, um, so do you have anything to talk about the Rockies while we're talking about them? Well, in the All-Star game, one mm -hmm. of the only guy who got voted to the All-Star game from our Rockies yes. actually ended up winning the All-Star game MVP award. Oh, well, that's good. Who yeah, was his it? Name is, uh, he's a catcher for the Rockies named Elias Diaz. Okay. Elias Diaz of the Colorado Rockies was named All-Star Game MVP after hitting a two-run go-ahead home run in the eighth inning to lift the National League All-Stars to their first win since 2012. Nice. Okay. I was going to say, well, what did he do as a catcher? And you answered my question. Thank you, Aaron. Um, mm -hmm. Wow. All right. I cool. That was awesome, too, because towards the end of the ball, like towards the end of the game, like yeah. the guy who was pitching for the National League, I was kind of getting nervous because he walked the first two batters and all we needed was like one more out to secure the, for the national league to secure the win. And thank goodness he got the out too. Cause I, cause after Elias Diaz hit that home run, I wanted him to get the MVP and he did. Well, that's awesome. So and you, you said that Rockies player too, to win the all-star game MVP. 
That's cool. Welcome, mm -hmm. Evie. Welcome. Well, good. Maybe, uh, maybe that'll do something. Do us some good. I don't know. We'll see. Hey, South Oz, man. Good to see you. For the uh, home run derby, the winner was Vlad Guerrero Jr. from the Toronto uh, Blue Jays. And he, I'm sorry, Aaron, he did what? Vlad Guerrero Jr. was the winner of this year's T-Mobile Home Run Derby in Seattle. Okay. So he... Uh, would... Randy Arena of the Tampa Bay Rays in the finals. Okay. And so they're just hitting home runs? That's all they're doing? Yeah. And the new format they've been doing for the last few years is... Yes. One person will, go, will have like up to three minutes to hit as many home runs as possible. Okay. And if they hit two home runs that travel more than 440 feet, yeah. they get a bonus 30 seconds at the end because if they don't get that bonus, they just get a regular bonus of 30 seconds. But if they get do get that bonus, then they have a, a total bonus time of one minute to hit more home runs. Gotcha. And then in each matchup, the person who has to – one person will go to try to set the number to – be for the other guy, like the other mm -hmm. guy to get, other guy to surpass, and then whoever has the most home runs in each matchup, and it's like a little tournament. That person moves on to the next round. Okay, yeah, Yancy says I like the new format. I never liked the ten outs format. So, do, do, does the pitcher always pitch the same pitch, or does he get to like mess with them? And is it always yeah, the same pitch? pitch? Like they're basically like throwing like batting practice pitches that kind of stuff okay okay but these guys are they this is this is why this is one of my favorite um events thank you ryan in, uh, for major league baseball during the all-star break is just to see how far those balls like travel yeah it's amazing they'll, they'll tell um, you, like on the screen like how far the ball went and stuff like a, i think a few of them went over 470 feet yeah, it's amazing because I know when we went um, that one time we went and hit balls at, you know, and they, they, that machine shoot, shoots them at you and you try to hit that. That, I'm sorry, maybe I'm a sissy. I I still did it. I hit them. I mean, I, I tried to hit them. And the ones you hit, they come at you. And it's, you got to be really powerful to hit it hard because it's really coming at you kind of fast. Yeah. It shakes your arms. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, it was uh, fun. Julio <laughs> set the record for most home runs in a single round with 41 in his first round matchup against versus Pete Alonzo. Right. I picked Pete Alonzo to win it to win it since he's won the Derby twice in 2019 and 2021, but he lost to Julio in the first round because first round and Pete Alonzo only had 21 home runs in his round. Oh, okay. Thank you, South Oz man. Hitting the ball is one of the hardest things. It is hard to do, BP. It's hard to connect. And once you do, it's like, ah, <laughs> don't hold it tight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, that didn't sound good. All right, Aaron. So yeah, that's cool. Um, I have to watch that sometime. I've never watched it. And is it at the same place where they're hitting them out into the water? There's water out there and people are on little. Uh, well, they, the, the all-star game goes to a different city every year. Oh, okay. Which one am I thinking about where they're hitting balls and there's people out in little boats and they're trying to. I think that you're talking about San Francisco. 
like their okay. ballpark and because their ball i know their baseball stadiums out by the bay okay yeah all right. all right then and um so uh that's the usfl or no no i haven't talked about that yet and you moved down I got my first ever uh usfl shirt and i'm wearing it right now what is that it is the USFL championship for the Birmingham Stallions because the Birmingham Stallions won their second straight USFL championship, beating the Pittsburgh Maulers in the title game, twenty-eight to twelve. Nice, nice. And oh, do in my opinion was in my opinion was to be the best, if not one of the best players in the entire USFL. Magoo completed 72% of his passes in the championship game and title game record four touchdowns. He had five total touchdowns in the South Division championship game for a grand total of nine touchdowns over the course of two games. Those were the two playoff games. I thought this championship game went by pretty quick, went pretty quick as well, but I, but it had its share of great plays, especially from Magoo completing passes within tight windows through the Pittsburgh defense. Oh, wow. I'm looking forward to watching more USF football next season. And I wouldn't be surprised if Birmingham made it three championships in a row, row next year. Next year, since this season, they finished with the best record in the USFL two years in a row. Wow, that's good. Yeah, they actually ended with the championship at the end. They actually uh, ended the season on a seven-game winning streak. All right, cool. They were three and two at one point, but then they just like they just won the rest of the remainder of their games. Awesome. So that yeah, so they're pretty good, so good they're, football team in that league. So they're the USFL champions. Yep, back to back. Well, you got um, a little trash panda stuff from um, Alabama. Yeah, that's you. yeah. <laughs> that was um, there. I got to go by their new stadium, and um, I was wondering if Mike was going to be in here because he talks. Besides cats, he talks about trash pandas too. But um, yeah, that's their new. What is it? Their little minor league, minor yeah, league baseball minor team. League baseball. Yeah, it's a minor league baseball team, and I believe it's. They're in the farm system of the Los Angeles Angels, I believe. Okay. Okay. My new favorite minor league is Florence. Y'all out of Kentucky. Florence. Is that what it's called? Florence. Y'all out of Kentucky. I love it. I love their <laughs> names. Oh, now I want, what is their mascot? Florence. Y'all out of Kentucky. I gotta look that up. Um, yeah. Trash pandas. Uh, their um, stadium is pretty cool. Um, so I'm sorry to distract you, Erin. Go ahead and you can go on and I'm going to look up Florence y'all. Okay, oh, I watched some, uh, WNBA basketball. I am looking forward to this weekend because this weekend is supposed to be the WNBA all-star game in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. That's going to be this Saturday. It's going to be on ABC primetime. And it's going to be, they're doing the same format like the NBA oh, where whoever gets like the most, <laughs> the most votes for the all-star game becomes team captain for their own all-star team. And they get to pick their own players 
who they want on their team. So it's going to be Team Brianna Stewart versus Team Aja Wilson. All right. Well, that and that'll be interesting. Sorry. I back to that minor league. Um, Florence, y'all. Florence, y'all. I was looking for their mascot. Um, I couldn't find the mascot because it's a water tower. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's kind of funny. Anyway, back to your show, Aaron. Back to your segment. The first game was between the Las Vegas Aces and the Connecticut Sun. Mm -hmm. The Aces won 102-84. to 84, And Dang. I thought it was impressive to see Vegas put up almost 60 points in the first half despite not making a lot of threes, which I think is impressive as well. Yeah. And this was – this has to be the second or third time I've seen Las Vegas – score 100 points in a game where most games teams score somewhere from 60, 70 to 80, or even 90 in a single game. Wow. Mm -hmm. And that was 60 in the first half. You said almost 60. <laughs> That's crazy. Almost. And this team, the aces have the best record in the WNBA right now. Nice. And they've only lost one game so far. That's good. I'm glad that you um, covered the women's um, NBA because you don't hear a lot about it. Um, yeah, I love watching it because they're they're. I feel like they're just as competitive as the NBA. Because well, heck yeah. I know those seasons like I know their seasons like during the summertime and that kind of stuff and all that all that jazz. All that jazz. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And, they're good athletes too. The women are good athletes. They should be, good, you know, really good. Like I wouldn't mind like putting on my bucket list to go to a WNBA game for the first time. Yeah, we don't have a team. Do we have it? We don't have a team, right? No, we don't have a WNBA team. So. But I know I read somewhere that Denver is a finalist for expansion. Like on a list of like possible cities to get a new team. Well, they should. We're big enough. I mean, we have place for them to play. They should. Yeah, like I feel like Ball Arena would be the perfect arena for them to play in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. We can share it. And the second game I watched was the Washington Mystics and the Dallas Wings, and the Dallas Wings won eighty-nine to seventy-two. So that's the WNBA. I watched only one NBA Summer League game because of the that new player who got that got picked number one out of France. Yeah, yeah, that kid. Vignana. Yeah. So this was his uh, Summer League debut. It was a game against – it was a, his team, the Spurs, versus the Nets. I mean, the Hornets. Um, now, do all the teams play in the Summer League or no? Yeah, they, they do, but this Summer League is for – like the teams, like their draft picks and rookies, and oh, uh, okay, so okay, kind of preseason basketball or something. Gotcha. Okay, I was gonna say that doesn't give them much time to rest, but okay, I understand now. Yeah, so the Spurs won this game seventy six to sixty eight, and Victor Yana's debut, he had uh, three points, three rebounds, one assist, one block in the first quarter. For the first half, five points, five rebounds, three blocks in the first half. It was a slow start, but I would love to see him succeed. But it was his only, but this is the only, 
only the beginning for him. He ended up having nine points, eight rebounds, three assists, five blocks in the entire game. And I really liked his defense, but he almost got a double-double in his debut. But, of course, there's I feel like there's room for improvement for him. Yeah. Yeah, and he ended Thank up – Thank you, Titus. In his second uh, summer league game, I know I didn't watch it, he ended up getting a double-double. He scored like 27 points, and he had 12 rebounds as well. But I can't wait to watch him play in the NBA and see how well he does. Well, good. Yeah. So, well, yeah, it, it's just he's just starting. He's all hype. Everybody's talking about him just like they were talking about Dragon Blood on our football team, <laughs> whatever his name is. Um, Wilson. Yes. You know, and they were like, ah, and then bam. So, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. The only WWE, well, of course, in the beginning was Money in the Bank. Mm -hmm. That was the previous uh, premium live event. Yeah, I was watching that. I, can't, I mean, I was watching it in between doing laundry. I was watching them pulling out ladders from underneath the stage and pulling them over here and <sighs> tag team and yeah i was watching that one so i only got three out of the seven picks correctly because i ended up getting like <laughs> the first thing wrong and from things that shocked me during money in the bank like shayna baszler taking out her tag team partner ronda rousey yeah um, i did not see that one but yeah i heard you getting upset about it yeah it was it was totally unexpected and then John Cena made it a surprise appearance. He wanted to try to maybe convince the WWE to bring WrestleMania to London. Yeah. I mean, it's. I think it's a good idea. I mean, I don't know, but it was in London, right? This um, latter one. It was, this premium live event was in London. Okay. 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 Gotcha. And then uh, one thing I didn't enjoy was Damian Priest winning the men's ladder match. I picked LA Knight to win, and he was literally seconds away from winning. From my point of it, it looked like it looked like at least three seconds. And then I was happy to see Cody Rhodes teach uh, Dom a lesson. <laughs> Plus, see Seth Rollins retain the heavyweight the world heavyweight championship over Finn. And then lastly, I think Roman got what was coming to him after losing to the Usos. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because it was like some kind of bloodline Civil War tag team match. And who won? The, the Usos. Usos? Yeah. Okay. I didn't see that one. Both of those wrestlers are brothers. Right, right, right. Yeah, Jimmy and Jay. Yeah, but then they were like split up. One of them went on the dark side for a little bit, didn't he? Something like that. But then he, <laughs> then they kind of like reunited everything. Reunited. Feels like, so good. They're like take down Roman. All right. Well. And then the and my abs guy didn't win. He, the what? The the guy with the good abs. Oh, Finn Balor. Yeah, he didn't win. Um, then I watched Friday Night SmackDown, the only one. So Austin Theory beat Sheamus for the United States Championship to retain that. Okay. AJ Styles defeated Karrion Cross. Mm -hmm. And then Grayson Waller, who's like a new, like new to WWE, 
Like he got to face off in a uh, match against the Hall of Famer Edge, and Edge beat him. Wow. And then I watched some uh, Big Three basketball. This is uh, moving on. Okay, now you're moving on, right? To Big Three basketball. Okay. Yeah, this is Ice Cube's basketball league, which is like three on three half court where they play to fifty points. Okay. So. The first game was Power versus Trilogy. Power won 50 to 40. Gotcha. And then the second game, the Triplets beat Tri-State 51-45. Games took place in Brooklyn, New York. Power scored a lot of their points in the paint and close to the basket rather than making a couple of three-pointers. I think it could be an effective way to win a basketball game or the other way around. But I'm I'm sure there's many ways to win a basketball game, many possibilities. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Cause they were like, like I said, they weren't shooting the three as much. They were like, they were scoring more, most of their points in the paint, which is close to the basket. Now, all of these sports, when you're watching them, are they all on the same? They're all on different. I mean, where do you watch the, um, the big three at? Um, the big three, they, uh, they broadcast like at least like two games, like on the weekends, like on CBS. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. And like, I've heard now, like, uh, if you want to watch the rest of the games that are happening on that same day, right. You have to go to Hi, their, Mr. A. Uh, the big three's website where they'll be streaming them live. So be able to watch them, but I have them saved in my YouTube history from like week one to week two to week three. So I could fully get caught up on all of those matchups. Okay. Mm-hmm. Welcome BGEEN. Um, okay. I was just wondering how many different channel, I mean, they're all over the place, everything that you're watching. So I've never heard of that. Yeah, and like, actually WWE BP said it. Was, yeah, go ahead. BP said that was a good game. The one you were talking about the, the um, big three. Yeah. And uh, I was going to say like, WWE is usually on uh, USA on Mondays, USA Network on Mondays, and then Fox on Fridays. Aren't they on a Peacock too, or is that just when they're doing their big things? Uh, They're usually on Peacock for those premium live events like WrestleMania and that kind of stuff. Okay, gotcha. And then, like I said, the big three is usually on uh, CBS during the Uh week. It's usually like two games. Welcome back. USFL, which is like a summertime football league. They'll have games on NBC, but also have games on Fox. Okay. But you can also like watch them on the USA Network as well. So there's a couple of like. Different ways. Different ways to watch them. Yeah. And then Mm. with the WNBA, they're on uh, ESPN. I watch that's where I watch most of the WNBA which is on ESPN and they're all, they'll also <laughs> broadcast games on uh, ABC as well. Like, all right. You, you, you have a message in here, Aaron, Mr. A says you have to see if all-star midget wrestling comes to your city. It's the best wrestling out there. I saw it last night and had a blast laugh out loud. I said one of these things to Annie J about midget wrestling um, that Lewis sent me. And oh my gosh, it was just insane. I've never, that was the first time I've seen it. So I had no idea. Have you ever heard of that, Aaron? No, never. All right. Well, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. 
<laughs> All right. So back to, um, you did your home run derby, didn't you? Or no? Yeah. The only thing I have left is the SB awards. Oh, okay. I wa Cause I watched because <laughs> our nuggets were up for awards. Yeah. So best male athlete went to Patrick Mahomes of the Kansas city chiefs. What? Okay. He ended up also winning best NFL player award as well. Hmm. Best female athlete was Michaela Schifrin, a competitive skier. Best breakthrough Thank you, athlete, Angel Reese from the LSU basketball team. Hi, Ryan. This one I liked. Jamal Murray won best comeback athlete. And that was the Nuggets player, right? Yep. Best uh, record-breaking performance went to LeBron James because he set the new NBA all like he's now the all-time NBA scoring leader. Ugh, whatever. He's got a big head already. He doesn't need any more trophies. Sorry. The best college athlete from, on the male side was Caleb Williams from USC as a quarterback. I believe he won the Heisman Trophy last year. Which is like college football's equivalent of a most valuable player. And then best female athlete in college was uh, Caitlin Clark from the uh, Iowa basketball team. Hmm. Best All team, right. the, the team that uh, took on the best team award was the Kansas City Chiefs from the National Football League. Really? Yeah. <sighs> best NHL player from the Edmonton Oilers was Connor McDavid. He won that award. Best championship performance went to Lionel Messi, the soccer player from Argentina. Right. Best NBA player went to one of our guys. Nikola Jokic won that award. Best major league player, that award went to Shohei Otani of the LA Angels. Best WNBA player award went to Aja Wilson of the Vegas Aces. Best soccer player award went to Lionel Messi. He did good. And then the last couple awards, best driver, hey, Max Verse. I can't pronounce his last, Ver, Verse Tappen. Uh-huh. I don't know what, he must be like for, Formula One or something. Okay. Scotty Scheffler won the award for best golfer. Carissa Shields won for best boxer. John Jones won the award for best UFC fighter. I don't really watch the UFC. Yeah, never. And then best tennis player award went to Novak Djokovic. Hmm. All right. Well, cool. And then the, they gave out the Jimmy V award for. Um, You're welcome. Because they have the Jimmy V Foundation that helps raise money for cancer research. Okay. And this award went to Liam Hendricks of the Chicago White Sox. He was a pitcher. And he managed to overcome cancer and return to playing baseball for the Chicago White Sox. Well, that's a good he story. Had like, he had like some kind of lymphoma. Uh-huh. I can't remember like what. It was like a specific kind of lymphoma. And they were telling the story like. His wife, like when she was watching him on TV, she saw like some lumps on his neck. Hi, Mike. So they had to like go and go in and like check it out. And that's when they, that's when he found out he had like that type of lymphoma, whatever specific lymphoma that he had. 
but then he managed to beat that and then return to baseball. That's awesome. That's a good story. Mm-hmm. And I've heard of that before where they've been like um, people on the news or something and somebody's noticed something in their neck and kind of written it and it's like, hey, you got a lump. You can see a lump in your neck. And then they end up going to the doctors and they end up having something like that. Yeah. So that's crazy. That's a good comeback story. I like that. Yeah, me too. And so that's pretty much it. Well, awesome, Aaron. Thank you um, for doing that. I know we've come back and things we didn't, we we did good. You did, you did awesome. So I appreciate you putting that together. Is that working on improving? improving my uh thing to be a writer like my vocabulary and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. i wrote down like some like note like a couple sentences of the events that i was watching so i'm going to continue doing that as well yeah i i, I, I heard I that i think you did great thank you you did awesome aaron so thank you i appreciate that thank you so next friday i'm well all next week everybody will be back to normal um so thank you and aaron will be here uh to join again about sports so thanks aaron you're welcome love you thanks for um coming up you taping me i appreciate it sorry (laughs) no that's okay i didn't i didn't expect you to be behind me you scared the crap out of me but that's all right all right Bye. Bye. We're going to do a couple um, national days. Um, I hope that this is the song. We'll see. Yes. I don't know. That's it. Well, it's a streaker. Oh, well, um, hold on, please. Not that one. Ooh, hell's bells. That one. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Didn't expect that. Let's try something. It's National Nudist Day. Good morning, everybody. Woo! Dang. <laughs> um, that was supposed to be the streaker song. It was a streaker song. It was a dirty streaker song. <laughs> but uh, that was not the song that we were looking for. <laughs> um, but um, if you are looking for that song, it is on um, Amazon. And I think it is Rudy Ray Moore. Just pull up the streaker and you'll be able to hear that one. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's too funny. (laughs) Uh, That was not the one we were looking for. Neither is that one, but okay. So it's National um, Nudist Day. Um, It's been hot. So I can only imagine... um, wanting to be nude um and not have to uh wear clothes because dang man it is just i came here back well i was in alabama it was very humid i got got used to that but came back and it's been in the it's been in the mid 90s and um not even close to, i shouldn't even complain to like we're hanny j boy that girl um they're in the triple digits i can't even I don't know how you get used to it, girl. I really don't. I really don't know how you get used to that heat. Um, but so if you want to go around and be nude today, I would um, suggest you probably do it behind a fence or maybe in your house or something like that. Maybe not on the street because, um, yeah, you might get in, you might get in trouble for that. Um, if your name is Reese, um, um, 
it's your day, National Reese Day, like um, Reese's peanut butter cup, you know, Reese. Um, see, I'm getting already getting beeped. It's also uh, Shark Awareness Day. So, um, and I heard, I was kind of listening, um, and, I, and I think it was in Florida, that there's been a lot of, again, shark sightings. Um, I think that's probably um, normal. Um, method. Okay. Here's, here's one song. Here's a song. <coughs> Excuse me. Method of mayhem. So everybody get naked. Oh dear God. Oh, that's a Motley Crue guy. Oh. Is this the guy with Ozzy Osbourne in it, too? Yeah, little Cam. Um, that's yes. Uh, what's his name? Cliff. Uh, yappy yappy yo yappy yay. What's his name? Clifford song. I remember. at the beaches in Florida. Be careful of the sharky shark shark sharks. <laughs> all right. So that's Tommy Lee and all those crazy guys at Method of Mayhem. Tommy Lee, Fred Durst, Little Cam. Get naked. So, yeah, it's hot enough. It's hot enough. I didn't get into the weather everywhere, but I'm sure it's hot everywhere from where um, BP is to Canada to everywhere. It's just hot, 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 hot. So um, let's see what other days we have, and then we'll just get into the music. And I'm doing dance music. Oh, National Tape Measure Day. All right. Um, National Motorcycle Day. Ride your motorcycle naked. Uh, I don't know. Um, National Be Nice to um, Be. Oh, Be Nice to Bugs day and if your name's joey it's your day too so there you go there's some days for you um winter here it's winter in, in um it's winter in australia are your winters really cold where you can't be nude i doubt it i doubt it well put a little uh kangaroo um what are the things that tarzan wore you know put one of those guys on <laughs> Get your measuring tape out and get naked. That's right. <laughs> that is right. <laughs> All right. We're going to bring up for Friday. I'm all messed It is on Monday. And it's not Monday. So bear with me. 
shrinkage oh my goodness all right so the first song that i have on our list today oh my gosh my trophies right here i just love my trophy it's so great um is glad you came by the wanted um a little bit about that song glad you came um also known as i'm glad you came is a song by british irish boy band the wanted and written and produced by steve mack the song has a significant sales jump in the u.s after being performed on the third mid-season finale of glee i never watched that show i did I never did. By the shows, um, Grant Gustin, along with fellow members of the Warbles, the Warbles, whoever they are. The track shifted 188,000 downloads throughout the following week, resulting in a jump from 23 to 5 on the Hot 100. So here they are, the Wanted, with Glad You Came. The sun goes down, the stars come out, and all I count is here and now. My universe will never be the same. I'm glad you came. I'm so glad I'm here with you guys. For those that are naked, let's dance naked. <laughs> Oh, I'd love to see a picture of your, um, your yard. <laughs> oh, I'm not judging you at all, Hanny J. I probably would get into it if I watched it because I like music and singing. So I'd never judge you, girl. <laughs> yeah, you better trim your deck. That's right. <laughs> I don't want to see no weeds. I hear there's bugs out in the bush. Critters. <laughs> Mr. A. <laughs> see? See, South Oz, there are critters in the bush, right? <laughs> All of a sudden, you'll see a Joey crawling out of that bush. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that is a bit of the wanted with I'm glad you came off the album background in 2011. All right, we're going to keep dancing um, with the song Replay 
by Ayaz. <laughs> I'm guessing that's how you say his name. Replays the debut single by British Virgin Island singer Ayaz. Ayaz, together with Kingston Rotom and Jason Derulo, wrote this lovelorn track. The singer explains to the son why he records under the name Ayaz. I was oh, it was his um godfather's name, and it means the boss or the one in charge. Um, I was always with him, so they called me Mini Ayaz. And you can see I'm not little anymore, he says. The song debuted at number one on the UK singles chart dated January 10th, 2010, shifting over 106,000 copies. This was the highest sale for any New Year's release since the winner of the second season of Pop Idol. Here is Ayaz with Replay. He sounds so young. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> Thank you, South Oz, man. <laughs> Appreciate you. <laughs> We're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, listen to BP. <laughs> Oh, good, Star David. You dance. this guy sounds so young um all right so that is ayaz with replay off the album replay and that's 2009 that that song came out on um, to a little Vance Joy. I love this song. It reminds me of a vacation we took, golly, about 15 years ago to California and just driving down the coast um, by the beach. So Vance Joy, Riptide. Um, James Cohen is an Australian, James Cohen is an Australian singer-songwriter who records under the name of Vance Joy. He took his stage um, moniker from the story teller character of Peter Carey's book, The Bliss. Um, Riptide would go to have commercial success in Australia, peaking at number six on the ARIA singles chart. It also peaked at number 10 in the United Kingdom and entered the Billboard Alternative Songs chart, peaking at number one. By May of 2015, it was the second longest charting single still in the U.S. Billboard Hot 100, appearing that um, lists for 43 weeks at number um, 42 it peaked um, for a number of 30. so here it is fan here he is Vance Choi with Riptide our James Cohen Co I was scared of dentists and the dark. 
I was scared of pretty girls and starting conversations all my friends are turning green You're the magician's assistant in their dream Oh, oh, and the car won't stop. with Riptide off the album God Loves You When You're Dancing. Yes, he does. <clears throat> yes, he does. He enjoys us having a good time. All right, the next song I have on the list today is Someone to You by The Banners. Um, Banners is the British singer Michael N Nelson who released Someone to You as a single in 2017. The song didn't find a substantial audience until 2020 when it took off um, of TikTok thanks to its jaunty and very danceable hook. Banners wrote the song with Grant Michaels and Samuel Hollander. In the song, Banners has a lot of love and just wants someone to share it with. It's, it's tingled with loneliness, but also hopeful. You get the sense that when you find that special girl, he'll treat her right. Mm -hmm. Though it did not chart at the time it was released, it later became a viral sleeper hit in 2020 after gaining popularity again off that TikTok sharing video. So here they are, Banners, Someone to You. Thank you guys for the likes. I appreciate you. What's going on, South Oz man? Do you need to calm down? Do you need to breathe? Go take a lap. Work it off. Welcome. 
T-U-T-B-S-B-A. Not sure how you say that, but glad you're here. Oh, Hanny hasn't proposed for a while. So that is Someone to You by the Banners of the album, Where the Shadow Ends in 2017. All right. I know this next one, Miss Hanny J liked, well, she liked when it came out. Hopefully she still likes it. Um, Flowers, Mighty Cyrus. Um, Flowers was written by Cyrus and Gregory Aldenhine and Michael Pollock in early 2022. Here, Cyrus reflects on her doomed relationship with Hemsworth and affirms that she doesn't need him to make her happy. And that's true. You don't need him. And just the opposite, guys. You don't need her. Goes both ways to make you happy. You know, learn to do it on the inside. Cyrus starts a song by recalling how their relationship started off so well, but then they lost their 2.5 million Southern California home during um, the Woolsey fire. We were good. We were gold kind of dream that couldn't be sold. We were right till we weren't built a home and watched it burn. The song serves as a reminder to Cyrus of her own worth and the type of love she deserves. Um, the pop star is determined to receive the love she needs in the form of intensity she desires. And if she can't find it in a partner, she will give it to herself. Amen. Amen. Um, never, never, never settle. Even if you're lonely, guys and girls don't ever do it. It's not worth it. Um, then flowers mentioned in the lyrics symbolize the attention and care that she needs and wants to give herself. So good song. Here's Miley Cyrus, Flowers. We were good. We were gold. Oh, hi, Rottweiler. Thank you. And I tell you what, I am aiming to look like this chick. I'm hoping she's not Photoshopped because, damn, she looks good. Oh, 
She looks good, Southhouse man. She looks good. Aw, thank you, BP. I appreciate that. You're very kind. Cherry <laughs> Aw, you guys are very sweet. Thank you. I appreciate that. is Miss Miley Cyrus with flowers off the album Endless Summer Vacation 2023. Great song. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right. Next one. Another one about not listening to what people have to say about you. Not You have to come to a point in your life where you just don't give it crap anymore. You know what I mean? It's like those things just don't matter. It's Victoria's Secret by Jax. Um, East Brunswick, New Jersey native, ja Jackie Jacks, Miss Knick, whatever her last name, left the township school system in the eighth grade to pursue her musical dreams. She earned her initial break in 2015 when she finished third on the 2015 season of American Idol. Um, Jack wrote Victoria's Secret after a friend of hers um, that she was babysitting um, wanted to get a bathing suit um, for her first um, boy-girl swim party. Um, and um, somebody told her that she looked fat. And God, I have never really been overweight. I can tall. I'm never really, you know, but I was, I've been told that or been told you're ugly or the sidewalk's jealous because I hadn't, didn't have boobs yet. <laughs> All of those things. People can be mean. So, um, yeah. So here's Victoria's Secret with Jax. Um, Jax with Victoria's Secret. <laughs> I remember that. The sidewalk's jealous. I'm like, oh, <laughs> my little itty bitty. <laughs> IBP, welcome. <laughs> And what a bummer Can I farts and I'll grow sad If I could go back and tell myself when I was younger I'd say I'm a Victoria's Secret Hi, Saturday Night Smoke Ah, thanks, Al I know I have to say that, I do <laughs> Come a long way, baby <laughs> Good to see you. Younger, I'd say, hey, honey, I 
kids and an old man who lives in Ohio Making money off of kids like me She was made up by a dude. <laughs> yeah. Don't believe him. Jax, Victoria's Secret off the, um, this is a single release in 2022. All right. We're going to move on to, um, it kind of seems like we're going on a girls thing here. It wasn't meant to be, but um, the next one, Players by Coy Leroy. Um, player um, Leroy wrote the song with producer Johnny Goldstein alongside Worldwide Fresh and Fila for Laro. It contains samples of the American hip hop group Gang Master Flash and the Furious Five's 1982 single, The Message. Here, Coy Leroy delivers bold and voiceful lyrics that exclude a playful swagger. She highlights the idea that women like her can also take on a traditional masculine player role like achieving financial success and making independent choices um the lyrics also promote self-assurance um uh, and rejection of men who cannot provide a desirable lifestyle well okay that's her not me i'm just reading what she's saying <laughs> on an unshakable hook Leroy sums up her straightforward message girls is players too. Girls is players too. All right. Here she is. Coy Leroy. <clears throat> All you can shake it. Shake it. Yeah, cause girls is players too. Oh, you're in Ohio, huh, Mr. A? <laughs> yeah, yeah, cause girls is players too. <laughs> I like the beat too. Cause girls is players too. And I like the that girls can make their money and do that kind of stuff too, but I don't like guy bashing. I don't get into that. Because I like me a guy. I like me men. I like them. <laughs> I just want to have a good night. Thanks, Mike. Thank you, South Oz, man. Yeah, because girls is players too. with players all right we're gonna move on we're gonna move on to little calvin harris all right with her apple bottoms shake your apple bottoms over here with one kiss calvin harris to Lipa. love her um one kiss uh we already know calvin harris to Lipa. this up-tempo track finds calvin harris playing homage to 90s style house music 
The song features a seductive vocals about the power of, power of a kiss by Dua Lipa. Um, Harris has been a fan of British Albanian songstress. I just wanted to make dance music again, and it seemed like a good opportunity to make a house sounding record with her. He said in an interview, One Kiss climbed from number three to number one the second week on the UK singles chart, giving Calvin Harris his ninth UK chart topper. For Dua Lipa, it was her second visit to the summit. The world's best, the this one best single at the 2019 Brit Awards. Harris also named um, British Producer of the Year at the ceremony. So here they are, Calvin Harris, Dua Lipa, One Kiss. Spirit Talk with Lizzie. Welcome. Oh, well, I appreciate you coming back, sir. Thank you. We are just doing a little dance and chit chatting. Good to have you. In South Osman, I know that this is not your favorite music, so I appreciate you being here with your bushy bush. Is it really winter in Australia right now? You're pissed. Why are you mad? What's going on with you, South Oz man? Get it out. Don't be pissed anymore. Do you need some homemade chamomile tea? Hi, Rachel. How are you? We don't want you to be mad, South Oz man. Thank you, Rottweiler. Mike, are you talking about her picture with Q? It's a good picture. Oh, got you. I forget. I forget that that means drunk. I get you. I get you. Gotcha. Yeah, that's a good picture of them. I love it. I thought you were mad. I forget. <laughs> if pissed means drunk, then what does... See, so our, our slang for being mad is pissed. So what's your slang for being mad if pissed means drunk? See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? Explain. That is one kiss, Calvin Harris and Dua Lipa, single only, 2018. All right, we're going to move on while I find out what the slang in Australia for being pissed off means. Um, this next one, Lizzo, Truth Hurts. Um, the song was inspired by a heartbreaking voicemail from a guy Lizzo was seeing. The dude told her not to call him anymore because he was getting back together with his ex. Lizzo recalled that when she went to the studio to create some material with Ricky Reed, she really didn't want to be there. I was so upset and sad and depressed, she said. Um, when the song climbed to number one on the Hot 100, Lizzo became the only third female rapper to earn a chart topper as a solo artist following Lauryn Hill and Carney B. 
Um, the song has been certified seven times platinum by the Record Industry Association of America. And Rolling Stones um, listed it as the 24th best song of the decade. All right. Well, here's Lizzo. Truth hurts. It's explicit. Try to put that out there. Hi, TQ. Good to see you. I'm a hundred percent that bitch. Even when I'm crying crazy, yeah, I got four problems. That's the human in me. Bing, bing. Then I saw them. That's the goddess in me. You could have had a bad bitch. Not committal. Help you what you call real. Just a little. You supposed to hold me down. But you holding me back. And that's the same. Okay, but bam, bam. I'll talk to you later. Oh, see you later. Have fun. Thank you, Yancy. It's okay, already in my deal. Is Lizzo Truth Hurts um, off the album Cuz I Love You in 2017? All right, we're gonna move on to a little Armani White with Billie Eilish. <sighs> a little bit about this song. Let's see. Um, Enoch Armani Tolbert is the Philadelphia born rapper and songwriter and singer who records under the name Armani White. The Philly native spent years developing his sound, which he calls a happy hood music. Um, another potential roadblock. Um, let's see, they had a roadblock with Billie Eilish um, allowing her name to be used in the song. Once Eilish reposted the snippet on her Instagram, um, White knew it was okay for her, for his team. Um, and he was able, it says her team and mine um, have been in communication throughout the whole thing. And they've all been super supportive. Billie Eilish continues to gain traction on TikTok and it entered the Hot 100 for the first time in um, September 17th, 2022. So here is Armani White's Enoch Armani Tolbert with Billie Eilish. Now this one, you get like shaking those hips. I'm stylish. Talk big t-shirt, Billie. Watch on my wrist, but I want that diamond. 
talk crazy when I pull up in sight. I'm high, run that back to stylish. Talk big t-shirt, Billy. Watch on my wrist, but I want that diamond. Talk crazy when I pull up in sight. Hey, 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 hey. Put it in perspective. I got everything I wanted and some extra. I am not the type of turning into a detective. Got two on my own phone, barely even checked. Uber used to food, I don't call, I just text. Next, I don't feel my little got a best. Next, I my Lexus. That's about it on this one. We're going to move on um, to Fancy. I like this song. Fancy is by an Australian rapper, Iggy Azalea, featuring British singer Charlie XCX. Taken from the former's debut studio album, the song was written by Iggy and Charlie XCX. This bouncy hip-hop song finds um, Azalea doing a little bragging. Charlie XCX joins in with the bragging on a Rudy Hook this was the second breakout hit for the British single following her contribution to Icona Pops. I love it. It was a bit of a mess that turned into a stress, stressful experience and something that I didn't really enjoy, says Charlie. With Iggy, it's been um, a, the flip side of that. Um, from the start, Iggy has been like, this is your song as well as mine, which I think is very nice of her. And it made me very excited to do the song. I felt valued. Um, and that's that's just life, people, especially if you if you are in charge, if you're a boss and your employees are doing good, let them feel valued because they're going to work even harder. I tell you what, here she is, Iggy Azalea with Fancy. Featuring Charlie X CX. <clears throat> First things first, I'm the realest. realest. Drop this and let the whole world feel it. I'm feel it. And I'm still in the murder business. I can hold you down like I'm giving lessons in physics. Right. You want a bad bitch like this? Huh? Drop it low and pick it up just like this. Yeah. Couple ace, couple goose, couple Chris. I heal something worth a half a ticket on my wrist. On my wrist. Taking all the liquor straight. Never Thank you, Mike. Like we're bringing 88 back. What? The hook Thank you, Ryler. Champagne spilling, you should taste that. I'm so fancy. You already know I'm in the fast lane from LA to Tokyo. I'm so fancy. Can't you taste this girl? Remember my name. Thank you, Nancy. All right, Lizzie's dancing. Oh, I've been working on my with some change to throw. I'm so fancy. You already know I'm in the fast 
Fancy Iggy Azalea featuring Charlie XCX off the album The New Classic in 2014. We're going to move on to um, Rockabye. Rockabye. Um, Clean Bandit featuring Sean Paul and Anne Marie. Rockabye, uh, let's see, is a song um, by British um, group Clean Bandit featuring singer Anne Marie. As the main vocalist, together with Jamaican dance hall singer Sean Paul, Rock By was written by um, Clean Bandit and Norwegian singer Ina Wardson. Wardson wrote the lyrics about her son, which, according to Grace Chatto, is why it rings so true for Clean Bandit and is so emotional and special. Wosland originally provided the vocals of the song, but at the last minute was swapped out for Anne Marie. The band um, fought their label to get Ina on the record, but failed. The song became 2016 Christmas number one in December of um, 2016, beating the likes of Mariah Carey to the Christmas number one spot. It is the first song in the chart's history to become a Christmas number one after already being at the top of the charts for six weeks. In total, the song spent nine weeks at the summit on the UK singles chart. So here is Clean Bandit featuring Sean Paul and Anne-Marie Rockabye. Thank you, BP. Thank you, Mr. A. Thank you, Southalls. Thank you, Lanny. Roku Bear! By the water, she's gone astray so far away from my father's daughter. She just wants a life for a baby. And as everybody knows, Mr. Ruku, I posted um him, you know, he has I was gonna say he has services available, but he does really have good services available. Click on him and follow him, and I'm sure if you look around, you'll be able to see the different things that he has um that he can offer you. Sorry, that didn't come out all that great, but you know. <laughs> well, maybe that'll get them to look even better. <laughs> maybe they'll be even be a little bit more interested. <laughs> yeah, I'm pimping you out. That's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> For a price. <laughs> Bye, Spirit of Lizzie. Have a good day. <laughs> Mm -hmm. 
Rockabye, Clean Bandit, featuring Sean Paul and Anne Marie off the album What Is Love. It is, the words are pretty tough to that song. And it is so, it's so poppy. You don't, sometimes you sing things and you don't really know what you're singing until you listen to the words of the song. Um, all right, the next song um, Hey Mama, David Guetta. I like this one. This island flavored EDM tune finds David Guetta linking up again with Nicki Minaj, American singer Bebe Rexa, co-producer by Touch Records um, producer Afro Jack. The beating my drum like a dumb diddy day section comes courtesy of Bebe Rexa, who wrote it and provided the vocals. The Staten Island native developed a reputation as a song fixer, someone who could add the missing piece. Um, Geta asked her to come by the studio to see what she could do with this track. And in within minutes, she came up with the hook. Rexa didn't think much of it, but the song became a huge hit. Just one problem. She wasn't credited as the featured artist on the song along with Mickey Minaj and Afro Jack. She was officially featured on another um, listen cut called Yesterday. Rexa was told that adding her name would make it bloated. But when it came, became clear that the listeners were mistaking her vocals for menages, she lobbied for the feature status and got it. Good for her. So here they all are, David Guetta, Mickey Minaj, and Biba Rexa with Hey Mama. Woo! I'll drop something there. <clears throat> Yes, I'll be whatever that you tell me when you're ready. Hey, welcome. Yes, I'll be a girl, forever you let it. You ain't never got a word. I'm down for you, baby. Mm -hmm. Believe that. When you need that, I'll provide that. You will always have it. I'll be on deck. Keep it in check. When you need that, I'm gonna let you have it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get the last song in. That is Hey Mama, David Guetta featuring Nicki Minaj, Biba Rexa, and Afrojack off the album Listen in 2014. All right, my last song is Holla Back Girl, Gwen Stefani. 
A hollaback girl is no more than someone who just talks and throws around some negative comments, but never acts in these types of situations. She remarks how the album was missing an attitude song, and she recalled a derogatory comment that grunge musician Courtney Love had made about her in an interview. <laughs> And of all, in 17 Magazine, oh my gosh, being famous is just like being in high school, but I'm not interested in being a cheerleader. I'm not interested in being Gwen Stefani. She's the cheerleader and I'm the smoker in the shed. All right, whatever. Stefani responded to Love's comments in an interview. You know, someone one, one time called me a cheerleader negatively, but I never, I've never been a cheerleader. So I was like, okay fuck you. You want me to be your cheerleader? Well, I'll be one then. And I'll rule the world. You just watch me. <laughs> she says, uh-huh. Playing the head cheerleader in the video of the song was a way of her rewriting her high school experience. And um, yeah, all of that. So here we go. Gwen Stefani, holla back girl. My sister was a cheerleader, Hanny, and she didn't vote me in. Uh-huh. My sister was part of it, and she didn't vote me in. So I was just like, whatever. I'll go hang out with the smokers. No, literally, the smokers were my friends. We had a smoking section. So whatever. That's too funny. <laughs> but I'm pretty klutzy, too. I could just see me being the, the, the cheerleader in the bubble. <laughs> Um, you know, DeGray, Salty, he was a cheerleader in um, college. Yes, he was. And I know why he was, too. So he could grab those girls. <laughs> Catch them. What's the opposite of a hollerback girl? I don't know, BP. B, B, P, B. I keep calling you BP. P, B, what is it? Not is all about girl Gwen Stefani love angels music baby 2004 sorry I keep calling you BP P B <laughs> keep calling you the wrong thing I apologize um <clears throat> let me go back in here so I can see what he put in here whisper from boy <laughs> I don't know oh <laughs> uh, thanks South Oz man Anyway, um, yeah, it went by fast. Thank you guys so much. I always wonder, will they come back? Will they be here? Will they will they still love me? And you guys do. I because I don't know. I love you guys and I think you know that. So um I'm gonna leave you guys like I always leave you if I can find it. <laughs>
be the reason someone smiles today. Let your smile change the world, but don't let the world change your smile. And if nobody's told you lately, you are loved and greatly appreciated. Do not forget um, Miss Hanny J tonight on the Joe Antonio show. I'm pretty sure he's going to be. I thought he said yesterday that he would um, be on tonight. I'm um, 7.30. And then, of course, um, Mr. Yancey on the WKOP um, podcast, the wrong kind of podcast. Um, uh, then PB, follow him. He plays music all the time, so you can give him. And Ruku Beer, um, follow him so you can find out what he has in, out there um, to offer you. South Osman, too, follow him. He's got a show. He comes on early in the morning. And thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Um, so, yes. Anyway, I love you guys. Have a great day. Thank you so much for coming back and, and, and being here for me. Um, you put a big smile on my face. I love you. Have a good day. And I'll see you around Podbean. Bye. Bye, TQ. Have a good day.